This episode is intended for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. Meow, 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 meow. Welcome, kittens and cats. I'm Natalie. And I'm Ricky. And we're on this frequency. We have a special voice with us today, Rachel Bartley. She is an educator, a hairstylist, and our medical grade living water plug. Also, Bartley's wife. Yeah. Hi, guys. Hey. Welcome, girlfriend. And so, on this week's episode, um, we're going to be talking about male contraceptives. Just kidding. They don't <laughs> exist. But uh, we will be talking about our periods, a bunch of talk- topics that make most of us, the male species, they cringe. But, well, we got to talk about it. And so, but first, let's get to our moment of laughter from Marsha Belsky. Remember when NASA sent a woman to space for only six days and they gave her 100 tampons, 100 tampons. And they asked, will that be enough? Because <laughs> they didn't know if that was enough. These are our nation's greatest minds. They are literally rocket scientists. They also tied the tampons together by the strings like sausages. What a tampons. A hundred tampons. Science. (laughs) I love us. (laughs) Wait, just to confirm, she was only going for a few days to space? Yeah. Six days. Yeah. (laughs) Six days. Six days. (laughs) I Googled this. I was like, is this true? Well then I then I went to Google like, wait, how many tampons are in a box? Because that will usually last us like like a month or two. At least two cycles, I feel. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because every month is different sometimes. It's not always the same. You get a little heavier flow or whatnot, but the stress level that affects all of that. But shit. I just wonder like, what did this astronaut right? Like, thanks for your package, (laughs) your care. (laughs) I don't know. I don't even know what to say. But anyway. Um, that clip comes from singer and songwriter and comedian Marsha Belsky. <laughs> so last week I was taking my youngest uh, Mia to school and of course it's Women's Month. So Comedy Central posted that clip that we just shared and I played it for her thinking that she would think it was funny because <laughs> I was cracking up in the car. Yeah. She was not amused at all. She simply made a comment. Well, why didn't they ask her if she even needed tampons? What if she preferred pads? Mm. My laughter quickly went into this contention for men. Fast forward to a couple of days ago, I was listening to Aziz Ansari talk about his experience figuring out birth control with his girlfriend. And he ends that skit noting that there's no male contraceptives. And so I started to research. Wait. Why in the hell is there no option for male contraceptives? And here we are. <laughs> and so, you know, as as we're going through this and you shared um you shared an article that was released in April 2021 mm-hmm. that stated science uh, scientists actually created an effective male birth control pill in the 1950s, but it just didn't have it had one undre- undesirable side effect. And guess what that was, ladies and gentlemen? I was really trying to figure out, like, what could have been so bad yeah. that it, it shut down the whole thing. Right. Like, I was teasing myself. Like, I'm not going to scroll right. down to read what it is. Right. Because it might be catastrophic at this point. In my mind, I was like, it has to be something significantly worse than all of the side effects that we get from the birth control that we have. So I'm like, right. I was like, damn, what could be worse than that? And I right. really couldn't think about it. So I'm like, fuck it, what is it? What, did you, what do you think it was, Rachel? 
mood swings. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I have those on the dailies. <laughs> well, you can't drink alcohol. Men can't stop. drink alcohol. That's it. That's it. That was the deal breaker. Cannot drink alcohol. It wasn't the booklet of things that, you know, all of our contraceptives come with. But it was, you just you can't drink alcohol. So then, and I take that article, I was like, man, these pussy ass men. And I send it to, which is an irony that I'm saying that. But, and, so, and, you know, I mean, we work with Bartley. So when we're preparing for these podcasts, like he has to engage and listen to our ideas and our thoughts and. Yeah. Even when it comes to periods and all this shit. Yeah. Which is, it's uncomfortable, right? But it, mm, but I still have to feel comfortable in my own discontent for like mm-hmm. the male species when mm-hmm. it comes to things like this, right? Because right. he's like, oh, what was your response partly to... I said there is a male contraceptive. It's mm-hmm. called a vasectomy. I was like, okay, bro. <laughs> like, really? That's, that's, that's it? You're going to... Con- so, and again, it, it just... That's not a pleasant experience. I mean, oh I haven't had gosh. it, but right. The in guys com- that in I know that have. In comparison to what now? In comparison to what? To right. I don't know. Exactly, you Your don't even know, but you're month? already calling it a it, like. In comparison to what the female body has to endure to just control their periods, birth, the whole birth control thing, mm-hmm. or even saying. Um, getting your tubes tied right. or fried right. or removed or right. it's, I hear that's a lot more traumatic oh, for the body than it would be for a yes. man to get a oh, vasectomy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, right. Yes. I mean, we don't know. I, uh, no, we no, do know. No, it's we do it's know. invasive. Yeah. I mean, like we personally don't oh, hear no. in this podcast. We none of us would know that, right? But wait, that's none of the, us would know what. Wait, do you have your tubes tied? No. <laughs> okay. Oh, mind okay. you, well, that's, no, no, no. What? Oh, about oh, us having our tubes tied. Right. Right. So we don't personally know the experience but the science shows that right. it is yeah. more effective and more pleasant mm-hmm. quote unquote right. for men to get it rather than the woman to get it because women would also have more long-term side effects correct mm-hmm. if they were to type mm-hmm. their tubes well it's a possibly it's right? a full-blown surgery correct yeah. it's not like you go in and you know, they an hour fight. later, you go home. <laughs> you put some ice <laughs> on your balls and you leave. Yeah, yeah. no, it's, it's a like you're out. Blown surgery. So, <laughs> I did. I wanted to get my tube side. A, yeah. a, I think after, yeah, after my second child, actually, and mm-hmm. I was twenty at the time. And my doctor said, I'm not tying your tubes. Like you're way too young. Which now that I look back and think about it, I'm like, why was I that influenced by this uh. doctor? Why did I let this doctor convince me that? Yeah, I mean. Cause it, it it wasn't wrong. Yeah, mm. I was young. I was twenty. Yeah, I got two kids already. Yeah, but and and he he was trying to think about my future. What if I do want more kids? What if I change my mind? Mm. Whatever the case may have been, right? But he very much was like, no, I, I would not. I would not do it. And I almost want to say he referenced something like you can't tie someone's tube unless they're under the age of, I'm going to look it up right now, but oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So there's like a minimum age. Maybe, that they might maybe recommend. I'm going to, I'm going to look that up while, while we're talking. So. I mean, I guess that would make sense. Cause you were really young. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but again, you... but if that's my choice and I'm, I'm a, an adult with two children. Yeah. And a, yeah. And that's what I want to do. Why wouldn't mm. you encourage, like, let me do what I want to do with my body? Yeah, feel empowered. Right. And what makes you think that your decision is best for me? Yeah. It's like every, we had this conversation. The only people who know what's really best for you is you. You yeah. know what is best for you. Period. Whether <laughs> at the time it's good, bad, or indifferent. Yeah. That, that's your, your overall bigger picture. But again. Oh, that starts to get cringy because then we go into this whole rabbit hole of like, just whatever, you know, what. Politics and society is telling uh, women to do with their bodies. You know what I mean? Correct. And so, yeah, you're absolutely right. Like, why would you encourage me one way or the other? Just let me make my decision on my own and just let me be and applaud me for it. Yeah, I guess. Mm. Absolutely, my life would have turned out, you know, differently. But you go with the flow and you do the best that you, yeah. <laughs> you do the best that you can. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Huh. Well, I want to rewind it back a little bit to Mia asking, well, what if she preferred pads, right? Yeah. So, so here's a serious question. When did you guys start using tampons? <laughs> oh, mine was not, not by choice. And, and I, oh, what do you mean? I'll say that growing up and I don't want to, I don't want to pin it 
on my mom. I almost want to say like it was just kind of like an unsaid thing. Or I don't know where I heard it. it's like, if you use a tampon, yeah. it's like having sex. Okay. Mm. I don't know where I got that or who. I know I heard it. There, there was just always, that was always in the background. Like, yeah. do not use a tampon. Like, right. Don't do that. It's like a forbidden thing in the household, that's, right? That's how, that was the, the feeling that I got with tampons. So it was just a never, it was not a, a thing for me. It was never mm-hmm. something I thought about mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever. So it was a summertime. I was in, um, my parents used to send me over to, uh, San Ignacio in Prajerice Guerrero in, in Chihuahua. I'd spend the summers out there with my grandparents. Okay. Well, one summer, um, all my cousins and my aunts and all that went to Mazatlan. Okay. And, you know, you're in the pool and you're at the ah. beach. And I got my period. And I was like, oh, oh. shit. So I ain't, I ain't going anywhere. So my cousin was like, well, just use a tampon. Yeah. I was like, what? No, <laughs> I can't. No, she's like, put the tampon on. Get in the pool. Out here. Like, it's not, it's, <laughs> what's the big deal? I'm like, I don't even know how to use one. Yeah. How the hell do you? Where like, does what it do you go? Even do where does it go? Where does right. it go? Do I just stick it between the where the who and the huh? Yeah. <laughs> where does it go? And then yeah. like, I mean, I was I don't know I was maybe like 13 years old. I'm not familiar with my body. Right. I was asking you where the hell the placenta was <laughs> earlier today, and if the womb was in the cervix, like. And we all had different answers. We all had different <laughs> answers, exactly. But so I was uncomfortable with my own body, and right. I remember, I remember when I finally inserted it. I was uncomfortable, yeah. and I was uncomfortable mm-hmm. because I was thinking the whole time, I don't, I don't know that this thing is in right. Yeah. And then I don't want to get in the water because if it isn't in right, right, I'm not doing that. I ain't gonna mm-hmm. have like a. It was a really uncomfortable, <laughs> and I didn't, and I didn't have. So although I speak Spanish, mm-hmm. and it was my first language. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't a confident communicator to where I could really communicate discomfort yeah. to my cousin or to be like, I don't know if I did this right. Yeah. So I, it was even more awkward. Yeah. But I don't think I ended up using tampons until like later in life, like where I was like, okay, well, I know where things go now and I think I could figure this <laughs> out. <laughs> and, and I only do it <clears throat> usually if I'm going out or yeah. if it's someplace, you know. Yeah. So, or something nice. Ricky, let me ask you this. Were you as comfortable in that situation as I am sitting in, the, in this <laughs> room right now? No, I think you got it worse, bro. Yeah. I think you definitely got it worse. But you know what? Um, Michelle Obama released a wonderful podcast yes. about talking about these subjects with the men in your life, mm-hmm. with the people that play important roles in your life so that they understand... What happens every month? Yeah. It's not a, a, like you got to get up and go to work when you feel like every your whole body is just fighting against you. And oh, yeah. it's, a ter- yeah. it's a terrible thing. But you're expected to operate <laughs> like right. normally. Go. Mm-hmm. And don't you have any sign of pain okay. or discomfort? Yeah. Because no, that's not allowed. That's yeah. not an excuse. You got to push through it. Yeah. What about you, Rachel? <clears throat> when did you start using tampons or what was the conversation in your household like? I don't really that? remember mm-hmm. how old I was, mm-hmm. but I started my period pretty young. Mm-hmm. What's I young? was like 11. Yeah, that's young. Mm-hmm. So I, mean, yeah. I for sure wasn't even thinking about that at that point. Yeah. But... I think when I be- when I got into like maybe my older teenage years, my mom was just like, "You need to learn how to do this. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is gonna make your life a lot easier. It's you know, mm. it's gonna make your." So she didn't tell you. I mean, not that you tell, uh, but again, what's the appropriate age, right? But yeah. so when you told your mom, "Hey, I have, I started my period," mm-hmm. there was no talk of tampons at that point. No, no, because I was so young, and yeah. I think maybe when I was like 14, she got me one of those like teenage tampons with no like applicator. Oh. Do you ever see those? They're just like in the plastic and <laughs> that's old school. That's old school. And I remember she gave me one of those and I was like, what the hell do I do? You with want this? me to put this where? Yeah. Like, is it going to get stuck up there? Right. Like, how am I going to do it? And and then it's like, un- like you said, it's just uncomfortable. Like, right. you know, I don't know. Inserting it right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> So that didn't work out. So I was like fearful of tampons for years. I think that was very traumatic for me. 
And then I think when I got into older teenage years, she was like, yeah, you need to figure this out. So she encouraged it for sure. I wonder if there is such a thing as a pleasant first time tampon experience. Like, I wonder if there's any woman on the planet that was like, oh, it was easy. Yeah, right. Probably not. And especially because, I mean, a lot of the times I'm sure you're experiencing this by yourself Mm -hmm. in the restroom trying to like you know find the place where does it go how (laughs) far in when do i pull out and and just the whole thing how far is too far yeah too far yeah or you don't put it in enough and you're like ow this hurts like that's not supposed (laughs) to feel that way exactly so Mm -hmm. uh you know recently um i was having a conversation with some of my cousins around tampons as well and we all came to the conclusion you know same as as ricky that like no, you do not have tampons in the household. You do not put this anywhere near you because so what my mom and my aunts would say is like, si te pones esto, te vas a disvirgenar. Oh my God, yes. Which which I don't know what the hell that meant for years. All I heard was, te vas a disvirgenar. You're going to de-virginize. Right, mm. which I never asked and I didn't know. But yeah, basically you're mm-hmm. going to lose your virginity. Right. And so if for you years, use a tampon. For years, I was like, Dumbass oh my God. Shit, man. I don't know what's going to happen, but <laughs> it sounds like death. So yeah. I'm just not going to do this. And it was probably some dumbass man who said, <laughs> no, right. if you do this, yeah, you're going to lose your you're virginity. You're going to lose your I'm Which, not a man hater, but man, it was a Catholic priest, probably. Oh. I'm sure of it, and and that's the thing. Like even my mom, into my 20s, she would tell me this, and I'm, I'd be like, mm-hmm. but mom, like, <laughs> I have a life to that, uh, mom. That ship has sailed. <laughs> yeah, long, long time ago, woman. But okay, okay. Yeah. And and so then, like, when I started like kind of diving into it, I was like, so maybe. Does that mean the toxic shock syndrome that you could mm. get from tampons? What? But mm. uh, clearly we were talking two different languages because one is one thing and one is the other. Uh, toxic shock syndrome from tampons, it can actually be fatal. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's something, it's poison produced by staphylococcus. Cocos aureus bacteria. I don't know. I don't know. Long story short, you get some type of infection if you leave it in too long from right. the tampon. Yeah, which was another fear because I remember hearing that too. Like, oh god, don't leave this in too long. You're all right. panicking. How yeah. long has this been in there? It's yeah. well, one of my fears too is like I forget that I have one in there and yes. then put another one in. Ah! <gasps> I didn't even think about that. Yeah, and I heard a story like you know forget when I was it. younger and. <laughs> my friend's like aunt did that or whatever and she was like she had to like go to the doctor and they had to do all this stuff because it was like so far in she couldn't get the first one out oh my god and so that's always a fear like oh my god oh my gosh how do i yeah i had um an iud Mm. and mine got lost Mm. and i they had to have an ultrasound they had to like look for it find it and when they did and pulled it out probably mm-hmm. one of the most painful oh experiences i've ever felt in my life i've heard those really hurt oh my god <laughs> especially when they can't find it right. and then they do and it's far oh god knows where yeah <laughs> my best friend got one just a couple after her last baby she put got one in and it punctured one Ugh. of her organs I don't oh know my, oh my god like punctured and she had to have surgery and yeah i've See? just heard those are really painful so they can't about. be but if that's your jam, then more, oh, tower to more power is. to you. <laughs> I had a, it wasn't an IUD. What's the one with the arm? That the, the arm? one I have, the implant. So I had that for a couple, and I don't know how I went this long. I must have gone a month and a half bleeding. <gasps> I've heard, yeah. I had a period for a month and a half straight. I know. I don't know how you endured that i have no idea either and i thought like well i'm sure it's gonna and you see and this is the part about like being uneducated and misinformed or just not knowing is that i'm over here thinking like okay well maybe it'll go away now maybe it'll go away i'm just gonna keep it another day i'm just gonna give it another day and even when i went back and i told them like hey like let's just take this shit out because this isn't working oh I'm surprised you lasted as long as you did. Oh, Motherfucker, what? like, could you, could you, could you have just told <laughs> oh me that if this was going to happen for over a month and a half, that I should probably go in sooner or, you know, whatever, because that's not what's supposed to happen. Right. But you see, all of these contraceptives have all of these side effects. And here we are because 
you know like just god forbid that you get pregnant at a young age or you have it at the wrong time or in the wrong place or with the wrong person you know what i mean because you're trying to have a little fun or just a little bit of pleasure because we're human and it is and it is discouraging that that we have not figured out an alternative for men there's plenty of alternatives to how to keep your dick hard with viagra and god knows all these other things to Mm -hmm. maintain that Mm -hmm. but you can't figure anything else out to help the female species at all yeah someone please yeah and then if you go with like the standard birth control like that has Mm -hmm. the side effects of you know prolonging um your possibility of of being able to conceive quickly enough or not Mm -hmm. fast or slow like just taking the pill every day yeah that's why i couldn't do that because i'd be like i'll forget yeah and And then then it's a timing thing and it's daily (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. it's a whole god oh my gosh i'm just upset now (laughs) (laughs) it is it is upsetting it is upsetting it does like it 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 because you forget yeah you forget you get into these your life zone and you're going and you're going and you're going you're like man i'm tired (laughs) like yeah and not you see all these things that are being researched and developed for other things and you would Mm -hmm. think like hey this -hmm. would be good this might be helpful let's share the responsibility of birth control yeah and like and so going back to our periods too, um, I know that I've mentioned it to you, Ricky, the um, the documentary period, end of sentence on Netflix. Mm. So amazing. I, har- I highly recommend everyone, male, female, and everyone in between to watch it because, you know, here we are complaining about. Yes. You know, the the options that we have, tampons and pads and the cup, which we should also get oh into. Oh, my yes. God. Yes. <laughs> but, you know, in, in this documentary, they're just trying to, w- these ladies in India are just trying to get <laughs> these basic um, living essentials, essentials yeah. to other young ladies so that they can continue on their education and work and all of that. And, and so anyway, long story short, watch it because it really goes to show that women are very, I guess, held back or not, again, not advocated for, there's not enough research, not enough resources for our reproductive This is going to be, it's going to be really weird. Mm. I was thinking about this, right? Because we're talking about how like these ladies don't have anything. Mm. If we go back in time. Yeah. Because it's occurring to me that we're primitive creatures. Okay. There was a time before we wore clothing. We didn't always wear clothing. Mm -hmm. So we just bled all over the place. Mm. I wonder. I don't know. Well. Rachel? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because that's like. I think so. Like, let's just think about Adam and Eve, right? Adam and Eve, before they discovered their sin, right? Yeah. They were naked. Right. They didn't, you know. Yeah. There was no shame. They didn't see none of that. So at what point did someone say, maybe we should stop something? So according to the, according, if you're, if you're reading biblical scripture. Oh yeah. I was going to say this too. Then the period didn't come until after man sinned. Yeah. Okay. And so, oh. pain well, during childbirth. Pain during ter- ner- It's Eve's fault. Sorry. So if you want to throw oh, shade, let's not even get into <laughs> that. Let's not even get into but, that. But according to response. biblical scripture, uh, pain during childbirth and periods were all part of life That's after. That's right. After sin. sin. Yeah. That's right. That makes sense. Yeah. Why would Why would God give it to us and not you guys? Because it was your fault. We sinned. It, don't even. <laughs> We're the who ones who had the apple so first? It wasn't Adam. The, it wasn't we, Adam. I'm okay. just saying. We deserve all the pain. Set, yeah. <laughs> but another, so pod, another podcast not for another, another day? Another podcast for another day, first of all. <laughs> and then also going into that too, like as after like Adam and Eve and then as like civilizations or tribes or whatever you want to call it, cultures started to progress they did have like a whole a whole system of like when women got their period mm-hmm. and it was looked at as very unclean mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. but and you had like you had to follow very strict instructions or you know what god told like the israelites if you're reading you know in the bible and mm-hmm. everything so it's really interesting how like wait what did he tell the israelites 
Well, I don't remember off the top of my head, but I know that there was like this whole like during your period, you had to do a bunch of different things. And it was this whole. There's a specific like a ritual or ritual and directions and you can't do certain things. You can't be certain, you know. Be in certain places. Yeah. Stay home. Yeah. Because it was just like very unclean or, you know. Yeah. Which is actually, I feel like the opposite. But yeah, it is. <laughs> no, that's I was going to comment on that, too, that it's funny because when you're when you're having your menstrual cycle, that blood that comes out is like the purest and cleanest right. in your body. Wait, what? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. So the purest and the cleanest right. of your body. Mm hmm. What is there? A filter down there? Shows. I guess so. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But there's something about it being like just clean. Oh, well. That so reminds me of the subject yeah. that we were talking about earlier. Oh. Yes. Yes. Right? Please. Because I have a friend. I have a, I, well, <laughs> I, have a, I have a lesbian friend who was telling me that she had a lover who enjoyed <laughs> doing a specific act while she was on her period. So now it makes sense. It was the cleanest uh. blood. It's the cleanest uh. blood. Could you imagine? Like no. you're getting in there and it's a thing. Blood can we not, can we not imagine? I'm already <laughs> uncomfortable. <laughs> But see, if you like that though, there's obviously an appetite for it, and it, then it's not a big. Was deal. she a vampire in her former that's life? That's what I or said. What? I was like, that's not a. Love, but that's a vampire. Oh but it gives the me the EBGBs just thinking about that. It's the purest. It's pretty. Funny. I didn't know that that that's that that was considered like pure. Yeah, yeah. I just yeah. Is, mm-hmm. is that what it, is that what mm-hmm. is that what the Googles are telling us? Yeah, it's it's because your body is just like. Getting rid of all the stuff that, Ugh. you know. <laughs> Which we were talking about. I sent Natalie one day on, on, I think it was Instagram, about this contraption that you, instead of using pads or tampons, <laughs> it's a cup. Yeah. And I sent it to her, like, I think I was even joking about it. Like, can you, can you believe this shit? And then she's like, I do this. I was like, what? <laughs> no. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I um So what it's what is it actually called? I recommend everyone use the cup. It's the cup. It's the cup. It's called it's just called mm-hmm. the cup. And so what it does, it takes the place of a of a tampon, um, but inserted in a similar way. You know, it goes up your hoo-ha and and then it, it collects all <laughs> of the blood from your cycle and it's it's actually supposed to hold enough for the day or for your entire period. Hell, but wait, you don't hold actually. On. What do you mean the entire like, period? Like for like, four, you can leave it in there for five days straight. No, no you can't. But it it's big enough to hold all of your blood for that from the cycle. whole cycle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. so how often would you take it out? Oh no, daily to empty it daily. No, daily. I know daily, but yeah. how many times in a day? Like two, three times. One time. No, yeah, just one time. I mean, I unless mean, you had a heavy flow, which how could do you be know possible. if you're not, you don't even feel it. It's going into a cup. Well, the thing is, like, you can feel it because if it's leaking through, then oh now my God. you're having so, so like the tampon. You know, yeah. like if it's overflowing, then <laughs> you're gonna have a little accident. The reason why I I say no to the cup is because <laughs> I, I this is literally <laughs> what I imagined in my head. Like this is what because at first I was like, well. That's weird, but it's kind of cool. I see what they're doing. Yeah. But there's no way this would work. I imagine I'm at a bar, having a good time. I have this cup thing, and I have to go to the bathroom. I'm like, shit, I got to empty it. Yeah. And I I imagine (laughs) taking it out, and I spill it everywhere. (laughs) And it's like fucking on my clothes. And I just, I got, it's a bloody mess because I messed up. I'm clumsy sometimes. (laughs) Why would anyone do that? I'm not trying to look at my own. Yeah, and as yeah. as simple as it is, um, it is meant to hold everything in as you're taking it out. Gravity and the way that it's made. So it's wait, so you not, have to stick your whole hand in it's there? It's not supposed to leak or fall There's out. Like, yeah. So yeah, there is like, like a, little a little bit thing. of method because it. So mm-hmm. it's a cup, right? I, I guess you have to just Google it, but you know the cup, and then it has a lo- a little oh, like a little long. thing where you can pull it from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like a little stem, just a short stem. And so that you'll be able to pull and, you know, it comes out and it's not supposed to spill. I don't think that's ever happened to me, but I'll tell you this, like my first experience with it. <laughs> so I had to be, I don't, I mean, I was, I was in my probably mid twenties when I decided that I'm going to try this out. Wait, you've been that long? 
Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been some time. I had no... I thought that was just like recently within the last five years that they developed this. No, no. no oh, I think wow. it's been a while. Damn, um, okay. So here I am like trying to make this change because, well, first of all, it's um, environmentally friendly. And, yeah, I remember um, you always highlighted that part. And it's not... You know, it's inexpensive in the long term because mm-hmm. now you just use this one thing over a period of time. Yeah, no right. pun intended. <laughs> 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 um, and so my first experience... so. I'm doing this thing and I'm telling one of my childhood friends that I'm going to that I'm going to try this out. And she's like, oh, my gosh, you're so crazy. Let me know how it turns out. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, OK, so there I go. And so, like, here comes my cycle. And I put the thing in and I'm like, OK, well, actually, this is really comfortable. It, you know, I don't feel anything. And I do end up leaving it overnight. Hmm. OK. And so the next morning I have to go to work and I can't take it out. Like, no. I have no idea how to even take it out. <laughs> You're like, it's not so, coming out. Oh, shit. So I'm texting my friend, like, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to do this. Like, do I squat? Do I, like, lift a leg out? <laughs> like, I'm, like, inserting my hand in there. And, like, it is not coming out. And I'm sorry for all of the details, but it's just necessary no, it's to understand. Like, yeah. there's, it's not like a tampon where you have a string and then, like, you know, that kind of guides it. you and helps you get it out. Yeah. But... So there's this thing and I'm over here like moving things around, trying to shift. And so I end up calling off of work because <laughs> I can't get this and I'm freaking out. I would be freaking out too. I can't get this thing out. I'd be like, this is a part of my body now. <laughs> yeah, it's just going to Take me to urgent care. <laughs> yes. And I was ready to do that. I was like, fuck, I'm going to have to go to urgent care. I'm going to have to like, but how you know am I going to explain this? I imagine that your body was tense. You were tense. Right. And all of that was preventing you from getting that out. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And I'm pretty sure that I had to go google like how do i take this out and they definitely said you have to relax Mm -hmm. breathe it out and if you have to squat then do that and so there i was over the toilet like (laughs) this episode is intended for mature audiences only (laughs) (laughs) thanks martin just want to throw that extra you know (laughs) it ended up working out but i did call off work because of it because i was just i was freaking out so ladies if you are going to try it I mean, I I definitely recommend it, but your first experience might just be an interesting one. Yeah, I might just have to throw I, in an extra advisory at the very beginning as well. No, for our, for our guys. I'm glad there. we're talking about this because I've had one for like I bought it maybe six months ago. Yeah, and every cycle I'm like, I'm gonna do it. What yeah. made you buy it? The same things that Natalie said. Like, it's environmentally friendly. Right tampons have tons of like chemicals and stuff in them right want to save money yeah um i also have a friend who swears by them and she says it's amazing you know she leaves hers in for i think like 12 12 hours at a time right Mm -hmm. and uh she said it even helps the intensity of your period really Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. oh wow like her period or her um her cramps aren't as bad no shit yeah so i'm like man i need to get on this on this and try it and so yeah so anyways i'm glad we're talking about this and david could hear this because if i ever need help she's like i'm torturing this out. little bit <laughs> bartley oh, I yeah don't that's think a that's a no for me I dog. you wouldn't do that for your wife if if, no, he if, would be like, he'd be like, I'll drive you to the, or, you know, to the ER or like whatever. He wouldn't do that for me, but I'm just so because well, I pass out at the sight of blood. Yeah, he does. Do you really? Uh, he yes. passes out. Yeah. Oh man, oh, that's gosh. so. That's a solid no from me, dog. <laughs> but well, ooh, come on. Yeah. What the heck? I love you, but <laughs> I mean, nah. like I, when you got into your car accident, I wiped your butt for you. Like there it that's is. different. No, no, it's not. That's, no, it's I, not. that's absolutely that's different. Worse. Absolutely different. That's, you're getting. Pure I would blood. wipe. I would wipe your ass for you. I would not <laughs> anything blood. Anything blood related? No, count yeah. me out. Like nope. I don't even think when, I'll hire a nurse. No, nope. sorry. <laughs> no, no, I don't even think like. You know, God willing, if we have a baby and I'm delivering, I don't even think he would be able to be in the yeah. room with me. And they're, they're, yeah, they're <clears> or he'll like be, this. he will be, but I would I look like, straight into your oh, eyes. I feel like someone else would have watching. to be in the room with us because he would just be like focused on himself. 
and he's I'm useless. Like, yeah, like you just be like, I can't. Oh, thanks. I can't do this. <laughs> thanks. Hey, well, no, babe. Like you truth. would just be like, I can't. I'm gonna faint, and yeah. I don't want you to be fainting. Yeah, you, you know, your body physically. God forbid, what kind of support your wife actually needs from you? The fact that you can't be in the same room to, you know, help her and your child survive something, go through something, because you can't. Because my body has a natural <laughs> reaction. <laughs> Get it under control. Oh, I'm sorry. Let's practice. Yeah. I'm sorry. Let's I mean, practice. Side, little side story real quick. When we were dating, he was getting blood taken. Or no, we were engaged. Or I don't remember. But I took him. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm off. I'll drive you there. And I'm sitting in the waiting room. And I hear like code yellow or something like, like code something. <laughs> oh, no. And I was oh, like, what God. is going on? And then I hear... A nurse being like, my patient just fainted. I need like, you know, water. I need something to help him, you know. And I'm like, oh my gosh, who is that? And then she comes out and she's like, yeah, um, the guy that you came with, he fainted, like wow. literally oh on on the ground, and he was like, done. Lights I told out. so. Okay. Lights out, lights lights out, gone. So I tell every time I get blood drawn, I tell my tell my whoever my person is the my phlebotomist hemo- yeah phlebotomist couldn't remember the, remember the term but anyways i always tell them don't let me see it like whatever you do don't let me see it or you're gonna have to peel me off of this chair like mm. oh my don't gosh. let me see it yeah. no matter what they're like okay so i always look to the opposite direction yeah me too and i and as when they're done i don't even want to see the vials like i i, I will I, pass yeah. out i won't pass out but i'm like that bartley too like i don't i can't see any blood drawn for me none of that i can't see it i can get a tattoo and have a needle full blown in my business but <laughs> it's fine i can't do yeah is oh. there an actual there's an actual term for that right like, it's a hemophobe a hemophobe <laughs> that makes sense interesting yeah. well sorry well, hemophobes. He, well hemophobe actually really means like like afraid of blood i'm not afraid of blood i just your body can't my body reacts process yeah. it no that's so interesting our eyeballs are so powerful right you know what I mean? Don't even get me started on eyeballs. <laughs> well, don't. Uh, well, what I was going to say is like, don't even let me show you the video of the placenta encapsulation that I'm about to do because that oh, would probably God. gross and freak you out. You'd have to peel me off the floor probably. Think. Yeah. <laughs> it's very interesting. But that you're going to eat your own placenta? I'm really excited I about it. So I don't cool. see it. How, how is that exciting? That's so cool. It's like the coolest thing. Yeah. Well, first of all, like I think the, the fact that like your body cr- creates... Mm-hmm. This extra organ when you're pregnant is very cool. Wait, what do you mean they create? Oh, well, so like we weren't you're not born, born with, it? with it? Yeah, you make it when you're mm-hmm. when you're pregnant. So men can't make a placenta. No, no. Well, yeah, they can't make a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Again, it's my first day on the job. <laughs> Damn it! Damn it. <laughs> All these questions. We, I mean, we're clueless about a lot. I feel like yeah, really yeah, yeah, and it, uh, uh, yeah, and then that's a whole other thing. Well, you know, I'm over here talking to you guys about like I have to be careful because my placenta apparently is too low, and then I have to begin to describe like where my placenta is, and I don't, yeah. e- and you know, human anatomy. I don't even right. know how to explain to you guys where the cervix and mm-hmm. where the placenta is. And the womb and the lining. It's a whole word. Damn it. Why are we like, why is this a thing? Like, why is, why are we not so misinformed about our own bodies? Shame. Mm, I don't know. What did you guys say earlier? You said something. Mm. I don't know because I, I mean, I, you learn about sex in school, but I mean, it was my dad who talked. I run. Oh God. I don't even know why this happened. It was, it was my dad who talked to me about my body. Yeah, I came home from playing at Dana Aketa's house. I was a kid, and I walked in, and there were a bunch of books on the kitchen table. I was like, "This is weird. These are all sex books. What the hell is going on here?" Like the the human anatomy, all this stuff, and I'm like just ignoring everything that was on the table, hoping that it wasn't for me. And then he sat down and gave me the talk, like told me everything. You're gonna get a period. You're gonna get crap. And I'm like. Looking like, where the fuck is my mom? Mm. Why is my dad having this conversation with me? I'm gonna ask my mom. Yeah, because I think, and I think I did ask her. And I know that I know that my dad is mostly he's the education enthusiast. Mm -hmm. Like he Mm -hmm. likes learning and explaining and doing Mm -hmm. all that, you know, stuff. And my mom's more low key, not that enthusiastic about teaching something uh-huh. but it would have been helpful if, yeah because yeah, i'm like, like you have why your am I, 
the mom with the same body parts yeah. there mm-hmm. you know well that's interesting i mean at least you got the talk i never got the talk i was always like no 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 vayas a hacer algo que no debes oh, don't do nothing you're not supposed to <laughs> what does that mean oh god okay yeah. fine well here we are <laughs> <laughs> so but well that's life i guess i guess i guess be kind I don't know. to women well, hold on be kind to women yes be very kind to women respect our mood swings and all of the bullshit that we have to go through because our bodies like it's not a wonderland us. our yeah. body's not a wonderland no. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. contrary to what john mayer says right, right right doesn't feel like a wonderland a lot of times but i wanted to ask you like so what was the conversation like with your daughters about contraceptives and periods and such Oof. Um, I'm trying to think how to say this without being murdered by them. <laughs> it's okay. I'm respecting their privacy. I've always been very open with my daughters. Yeah. Always. And I, I all, and my son. Yeah. All of them. And I've told them, you know, the, the day that you make the decision to have sex, mm-hmm. um, take responsibility for that. Mm-hmm. Take responsibility for what it is that you want in your life. I tell them all the time that sex is a beautiful thing. It's a great thing. It's. It's something you have to learn how to do. It's something that, you know, you find the right people, yeah, person to learn and grow with, mm-hmm. but to respect it. Yeah. Very much to respect it. And, and, you know, if they need any help or advice or if they have any questions, like, come to me. Like, don't ask your friends. Don't ask your friends. This is the one thing I, I tell them all the time. Yeah. Your friends don't know. Right. They're mm-hmm. asking the same questions you are. Right. Ask somebody who's who's been there, done that, knows how to get you answers. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember, you know, the first time I had sex, I told my my aunt Rosie, I was like, what do I do now? Yeah. I was scared. I was it's, it's a life changing thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I went to Planned Parenthood mm-hmm. and got all my information and my resources from there because mm-hmm. I didn't feel comfortable going to my my parents or my mom and saying, like, I did this. I actually did the same thing. Actually, what, what I do I do? And I and I wish that I could have, I wish that I could have done that. Yeah. So I, as a result, I am very conscious of that and do have these conversations with my daughters, and I do feel like they have been very open with me and they have communicated with me. Like, all right, I'm going through this. I'm doing that. What do you recommend? And That's and great. so That's in really in good, that yeah. in that regard, I do feel lucky. Yeah. Um, with my son, I tell him. I don't care who you're with or if they tell you that they're taking care of themselves. Yeah. You take care of, which is terrible because then it comes Buy off like I don't. Buy contraceptive. Oh, okay. <laughs> comes off like I don't trust women, right? Or uh. that I don't think women are going to be honest with how they're actually taking care of themselves. Because you, yeah. to, you have to trust people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a big trust mm-hmm. thing. It is a big trust thing. So, and ugh. especially, I mean, and again, like when women don't have the information or these young ladies don't have the resources to mm-hmm. get contraceptives or whatever it is to quote unquote take care of themselves and right. you know how or have the parent that is telling them or advocating for them like hey use this do that or right. blah blah mm-hmm. blah mm-hmm. then yeah it does become like a hey make sure that you're taking care of yourself even if you know this lady or whatever is and and because such. we do treat it like a very private thing you know mm-hmm. i remember filling out in at the planned parenthood like yeah do not contact my house. Do not call yeah. me because I'm not trying to have my mom find out that I'm, you know, yes. having sex over yeah. here. Oh my gosh! But then, so like, funny. walking out with a paper bag right. of, a, of flavored condoms right. and pit and all Says this plant, and, yeah, and foam yeah. and shit. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Yeah. What? <laughs> what is this? That is so funny. But yeah. that's but that's why I always I had about that. I always had my aunt Rosie. I would always talk to her about sex. Like she would always like tell me like this is this is what this is for. This yeah. is how. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I was good. I was very fortunate to have. A, a very open relationship with her where mm-hmm. she um guided me a lot that's good yeah that's good good and i'm glad that now you know your daughters have you as a the direct source. definitely yeah and your son and don't get me wrong there are still times where i'm like <laughs> these fuckers aren't saying shit they're <laughs> you know and i worry that there's still unsaid things but that's okay because whenever I, I leave it open. The, yeah, I leave you have it open. to give them the benefit of the doubt. Exactly. And if it is, you know, when it comes down to it, if they need to tell you, they're, they're going to tell you. Yeah. Okay. You know, because you have that door of communication open. Yes, we do. <sighs> what a beautiful episode. Yeah, I feel so good. good. I don't. R- ragey, sweaty, upset. <sighs> 
Yeah, uh, and I'm just irritated by all of it. Vaginas. Yeah, yeah. and <laughs> the transitions, like, we, our bodies go through a lot. Yeah. I remember telling Natalie one time, like, I woke up and my, my boobs were sore. I'm like, ah, yeah. you <laughs> would think that by now you know they're sore because it's a po- one of the mm-hmm. parts of having your period. Like, mm-hmm. that shit happens. Right. But it still surprises me sometimes right. when I'm like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> why well, does this hurt yeah why am i having this this last weekend i we were in a performance i got this terrible headache terrible headache mm-hmm. like it would not go away mm-hmm. i was i took some tylenol i was drinking a lot of water i ate something and i just didn't feel good and the homegirl i was with she's like is it time for your cycle mm-hmm. i was like what no and sure enough it was and i wasn't even thinking like <laughs> yeah because we're already, I guess we're assuming already that it's a million other things but that but every that, single month. Yeah, you would right. think like you already you know? know, like clockwork. Yeah. yeah, I think it's I think it's frustrating, like what you were saying, Ricky. I can definitely relate to that, but I also think that it's very empowering because ha- having a period. Well, not having your period, but just seeing all the amazing things that our bodies do and how strong our bodies are um Mm. like i don't know it it sucks (laughs) like who wants you know who wants to deal with that but because it's not just like the week that you have your period it's like the week prior you're like mood swings you know crying headaches yeah sort of everything right so it's just i feel like half the month i'm just like out of whack yeah. Um, oh, you bring up such a great point. Yep. Yes. Yeah. But like thinking about man, like we're freaking rock stars that our bodies do that and we go through that and we're freaking strong and we we are resilient. So I don't know. I feel like in a sense it is it is empowering to think about all that, all all the things that our body goes through and that we deal with. And still go to work and still raise <laughs> our kids and still, you know, do X, Y, and Z. A few episodes back, uh, Natalie had that aha moment. She was like, I'm a god. Yeah. I am making a baby. And right. I was like, the god thing was <laughs> interesting. Yeah. But there's an entire other human being being manufactured in there. It's a miracle. Yeah. It is a miracle. Because Women's bodies are amazing. Yeah. And then also, like, the thing that we don't really, I didn't know until, like, I got married and we were actively trying to have a baby like when I get pregnant like mm-hmm. it's a very small little tiny window yes. every month mm-hmm. that you can get pregnant and even the even if like you're healthy young whatever mm-hmm. prime age of getting pregnant you still like it's still like 20% chance of conceiving every yeah. month it's just crazy it's, it it's is. such a miracle and and then like yeah your body is creating another human being is yes. that so wild. insane oh my gosh which yeah. just which i guess yeah you, you're absolutely right the, the ribbon on top because mm-hmm. this is the reason for periods right oh god i know <laughs> we're incredible yeah. ha- happy women's month yeah you know what i'm saying yeah I'm struggling with hot flashes now. <laughs> I'm thinking about all the hot flashes I'm going to have tomorrow right. when I have to look my best and I'm just sweating profusely. Oh like, uh, It's fine. I'm fine. They're like, are you okay? It's fine. It's fine. You know what? At least it's still not, um, we're not in like the heat wave mm-hmm. phase oh, those of are our worst. seasons. It's going to yeah. be in like the low 70s this weekend. So I guess yeah. if I can give you some no, it doesn't. hope. I, guess, no, I don't know. <laughs> but well... Thank you, Rachel. Yeah. First of all, for letting us borrow your husband for all of our podcasting and yeah. studio needs. It truly means a lot to us that, oh. you know, because I know that, you know, you guys got to spend time together and yeah. have him help you with your cup. And <laughs> yes. yeah, that's if a I, hard no. If I get the that's courage to do it. Oh, my goodness. And yeah. of course, for being a part of this conversation with us. Um, I appreciate it so much. Um, if you guys didn't know, Rachel is also, oh, well, we mentioned it earlier. She's a medical grade living water expert so if you want yeah yes if you (laughs) want to know more about um medical grade living water follow her 
on TikTok or Instagram at Rachel D. Bartley. You know, get your health right, y'all. Yeah, thanks, girl. Yeah, of course. I need to get me some of that water. Yeah, yeah I need to bring you some. Yes. I kind of dropped the ball on that. Thanks, Rachel. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Be sure to follow us on Instagram at On This Frequency. We share updates about the podcast. We do some BTS stories and other fun podcast-related things. So let's connect. And lastly, every week, we read a review from one of our listeners. And this week's review comes to us from Sunflower Yesi. And the title is Fun to Hear. Love this podcast. Ladies make it easy to listen to at any time of the day. Clap hands. Relatable. Fun. Funny. Interesting. Motivational. Love it. Keep it up, ladies. Smiley face emoji. What's BTS? Behind the scenes. Behind the scenes. <laughs> Today's on. my first day of life. Get I with was, it, girl. Today's my that. first Remember day my of first life. Time. I was thinking that, too. I was like, <laughs> All these that? acronyms. I can't keep up. <laughs> Thank you for taking one for the team and asking. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't have to. I'd be that one listener that's like, <laughs> BTS. BTS? What? It sounds like a snack. <laughs> <laughs> I did want to add, um, if you missed last week's episode, we talked about breakups. Yes, we got a lot of feedback on that episode as well. And during the recording of this of this episode, I got a wonderful DM oh. from one of our listeners who said, thanks for the tip on Get This Dick. <laughs> the song is so good. Ended up getting the whole album and it's fire. Stop. I mean, the song is great. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so if you haven't checked out that episode, check it out. We got some good stories in there and some good musical recommendations. And don't forget to leave us a review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also support us by donating some coffee. Go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash on this frequency. Meow, 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 meow. This week's episode is brought to you by Rose City Sound with executive producer Big Brother Jake from the Big Brother Jake podcast, produced and edited by Juicebox Bartley. Keep in touch and send us your topic ideas at onthisfrequency at gmail.com. Mm-hmm.